Hello and welcome to the Soul Mind Body Podcast, where we strive to empower human potential by sharing inspiring stories, messages of hope, and just to remind you that you're exactly where you need to be in this very moment. My name's Yvette and I'm your host. Thank you for tuning in with us today. Today is my favorite day of the week. Yes, I am that person. I love Mondays. I didn't always love Mondays, but then I started to become more of the person I actually wanted to be, and now here I am bringing you a segment on the show that I like to call Motivational Mondays. If you're new to the show, I'll fill you in on one of my favorite things. One thing that I preach the most anytime I want to inspire someone is self-love. It's one of the most important things in living an authentically fulfilling life. And it's also one of the hardest things that I've ever had to learn, and it should have been one of the easiest. So I know I'm not alone in that, and I know I'm definitely not alone in being the type of person who does everything for everyone else before even thinking about filling my cup. So I want to start out by saying, you shouldn't fill anyone's cup unless yours is overflowing. There's no greater way to start the week than to start it with some clear intention, a little self-love, and a little extra motivation to push you through. And that's exactly what my intention is with this episode. This Motivational Monday topic is about how to go out and get what you want out of life. How do you start getting out of your own way and start allowing this abundance we hear about so much? How do you allow it to, to come into your life? It's simple. No, I'm serious. It really is. <laughs> but first things first, what do you want? Ask yourself right now, what do you want? And when you answer, make sure it's what you want, not what you want your boss or your significant other to hear that you want. Be genuine to yourself. No BS. Do you want to be successful to have like boat ton of money? Do you want to pursue your passion? Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to find your soulmate? Start a business? Change the world? What is it? Don't overthink it. Just pick something, but pick your thing. Okay, so here's one of the biggest obstacles in getting what we want. We will not clearly state what we want. We know the things that we don't want. And we know a kind of, sort of, clear-ish concept of what we want. Or we know we want something, or a bunch of some things, but we'll overthink it to death. Or we start the thought, and then we avoid it because it requires way more time than we'd like to invest into ourselves. But really, it's a simple question. What do we want? That answer isn't always easy to get to. And it's not because we don't have the capacity to get there. You see, we live in an age of true innovation, especially here in the United States where I'm living now. Americans literally have every tool to get whatever it is we want. If you want to lose weight, you can hop online or on your phone and look up free information from like a billion different credible resources outlining exactly what to do step by step to reach your goals. I mean, there are even apps that you can easily plug in your specs, like your height, your weight, your age, and what your goals are. And these apps will calculate full on like meal plans, workout plans, and they offer to keep you accountable. It is right there at our fingertips. Do you want to start a business like I did? All you have to do 
is find a book, a website. You can even connect to anyone and find a mentor online who will give you every tool, resource, and a step-by-step guide on how to do it. If you seek, you will find. I started a 5013C nonprofit organization by myself with no experience in the nonprofit sector. Um, I knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to help people. I knew I wanted to start a business. So I went online. I went to the library. I found every credible publication that I could to find out exactly how to do that. I contacted people who had successfully done the things that I wanted to do. And on social media, I went out and talked to people who had incredibly impactful businesses um, in the nonprofit sector. I got all the tools that I needed to start. I had a clear, concise outline laid out by incredible authors, business owners, and, and leaders in their industry. But then once I had that, I waited years to start. Yes, I tried to start the venture of my nonprofit called beingthegood.org before I knew it would be being the good. Two, three years ago, I tried to start it. Well, let me just say this. I had the great idea. I knew what I wanted and I went to search for all the things I needed to start it. I was super excited. And then with everything at my fingertips, I settled. I settled for the comfort of where I was at at the time. You see, right now, there are millions of people out there with incredible, innovative ideas. Some are super clear and to the point, and they're the perfect seed to start changing the world. Some are generalized or vague, but the drive to do more is strong enough to change the world. But we settle. How many of us went to sleep last night, super pumped and determined to make tomorrow the day? Monday's a new week, it's a new day, it's starting the week, it's time to wake up that extra hour early, it's time to go for that run before work, meal prep for the week, make a new connection. But then our alarm rings that extra hour early and we hit snooze. We settle and in exchange for greatness, we chose the extra hour of sleep. We have these two things that keep us from getting what we want. First, it's not being clear about what we want or knowing what we want. And then it's realizing that things are going to take effort to make it happen once we do know what we want. More often than not, it's not necessarily the effort we avoid though. Because most of us know that, you know, there's effort required in achievement. What gets us is we settle for what's comfortable. We rely way too much on the comfort of the snooze button that we have living inside of us. When I started climbing the corporate ladder as a young single woman and I started making a salary, a decent salary, that's when my inner snooze button really presented itself. There's a saying in the corporate world called the golden handcuffs, which basically means a salary, a decent living Benefits and a title, especially at a young age, could have kept me stuck forever if I let my inner snooze button win. But who could blame me? I mean, I'm a big believer in the attitude of gratitude, so I was super grateful for my comfort zone. I worked really hard to get there. I was so comfortable that I allowed myself to be miserable five to six days a week 
dreading my work week, dreading the thing that I spent the majority of my life doing. The thing that was keeping me away from all the things that I loved, I mean my kids, my partner, my life, I dreaded it, but that's where we spend the majority of our time. And it was so comfortable because everything was, you know, taken care of. So all of these hopes and dreams that I had and all of the ideas that made the butterflies start going crazy in my stomach, the ideas that felt like my purpose got snoozed. And for those who personally know me, you'll attest to how long I've been wanting to go out there and make a difference in the world, but I was so busy with work. I didn't have time and it wasn't the work because I didn't, I was fortunate, fortunate enough to not take it home, but it was so draining. I literally felt like I had nothing else to give. Every now and again, I'd get that wild hair and got so excited about researching how to start making the change into starting a new business or a new venture that really helped people or helped impact the world. And I would swear I was going to start the next day. I was going to start making the first move, but then I'd hit snooze. How many of you have done what I did? How many of us made the first decision of our day hitting the snooze button? This overwhelming complacency that we have with being underwhelmingly lackluster is the thing that's blocking us from allowing a life of fulfillment. We're so scared of being uncomfortable that we deny ourselves the thing that we so desperately seek. And you know what? There is never going to be a day when it's easy to not hit the snooze button. I mean, I promise, laying in my very comfy bed next to the comfiest man in the world is always going to be more appealing than getting up and facing the day. The magic day when effort feels easier than comfort will never come. We have to make amazing happen. And some of us do. Let me just give a quick shout out out there to the parents out there listening to this. Because parents, you guys are forced out of your comfy place to make amazing happen. Whether you realize it or not, you keep other tiny humans alive. And I know some amazing parents out there who do everything and anything for their children. Friends who I have who, you know, I know couldn't get up before noon most days have a kid now and suddenly they're up by 5 a.m. making school lunches, working magic with their schedules to attend every recital, soccer game, whatever it may be. I know some people who make magic happen for their pets, their significant other, their bosses, everyone but themselves. And you know, it is totally worth it to provide your best self for others But if you're not doing it for yourself too, then it's draining. So why is it when it comes to our own happiness, we won't add the effort? We will hate our jobs and we'll complain about them. But, you know, it takes too much time to search for another job or no one's hiring or I'll have to redo my resume. We'll complain all day about our health. My knees hurt. My back hurt. I want to lose these extra 20 pounds. Nothing fits. I wish I could wear this or that. And you know what? We know how to get what we want, but we won't force ourselves to do it. Say it back to yourself. I know what I want, but I refuse to do what it takes to get it. It's a silly thing to even admit, but it's true. And it's not just you or me. It's a lot of us. And we can blame our brain a little bit (laughs) because our our marvelous brain is always looking out for us. It has receptors of... Hey, is this safe? Cool, let's keep doing it. 
and oh my gosh, we're going to die. This is terrible. Fire, emergency, run. Literally, it's like this crazy uneven balance of is this safe or will it kill us? It escalates rather quickly and our brain wants us to stay in the safe zone, but not because it's good for us. It's because it requires less energy than having to be alert and invested. Our brain is like that person in the office who wants to do just the bare minimum and knows that the boss won't punish them for not going above and beyond, so they coast forever. (laughs) And we stay in autopilot because it's safe. We start out our day predictably, you know, maybe scroll through social media, get the to-do list done, go about our day, come home, complain, indulge in TV or social media, complain again, and go to bed. And then we wake up and do the same thing the very next day. But you know, our body is a pretty miraculous thing. We have these triggers and responses for the things that need to get our attention, like for survival. So if we're cold, we get goosebumps or we start to shiver and shake and that's uncomfortable. So we grab a blanket or a sweater. When we're hungry, our stomach makes noise. Um, Or if you're like me, you get hangry, (laughs) which is uncomfortable. Our bodies make us uncomfortable to get our attention away from autopilot and to force us into the things that it wants or needs. When we start to feel the dissatisfaction in not living the life that we know we want, our body gives us a signal that we need to you know, make a change or to fix it. And that's the di- discomfort of depression. If you think about it, the Feeling of depression is almost equivalent to the discomfort you'd feel from starving your body. That feeling, that aching, that you know, need for something more is your cue to make a change and force yourself into making your dreams happen. And I can tell you firsthand, if you're trying to avoid being uncomfortable, then avoid the discomfort of depriving yourself of joy, purpose, or fulfillment. Don't settle for bland comfort with the consequence of depression, emptiness, or lack of purpose. Choose the temporary discomfort of giving it all you have, giving it that real honest try in pursuit of fulfillment. We fear the initial effort in achievement, but you need to see that your reward is worth the risk. If you're choosing settling, you're really risking everything all for a false sense of comfort. And if you're going to risk anything, do it in honor of what sets your soul on fire. In the long run, you'll be glad that you didn't hit the snooze button on finally starting to live your life. Start your day tomorrow 30 minutes earlier. Don't hit snooze. (laughs) And honor every positive idea or curiosity that you have that will make you a better human. If you get the idea to compliment a stranger, do it. Don't snooze it. If you get an idea that, you know, you're going to have the title of your book, if, if the inspiration hits you, don't snooze it. Write it down. Start to jot down whatever comes at that moment, right then and there. Act on inspired thought. Stop being okay with the snooze button. Do the things that scare you. Change your routine. Get clear on what you want. Find clear ways to get it and then go out and make it happen like your life depends on it. Because guess what? It does. And it's totally worth it. You are totally 
worth it. And I hope you feel the faith that I have in you and your greatness. You deserve every wonderful thing that this world has to offer. And we're so lucky to live in a time where if we want something, we can sure find a way to get it. So thank you for tuning in to the Soul Mind Body Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share all of the love. Until next time, I am sending you so much love and so much light. Goodbye.